what's happening, what's happening, what's happening. Back again, you know, October, early edition. It's Grown Manage Podcast. I am Mike J, and I'm throwing the ball to the Beige Baron. Both time fresh up in the building. We back at it again. Dipped on the scene. Too clean. What's going on with you, brother? I guess we can just continue our conversation, brother, that we had before we got on the mic. We have all these interesting conversations. Like, damn, we should say this for the pod. So this time we were talking about how we hate being adults. So yeah. as you know, we'll you know, Bowtie's forty two and I'm thirty six. Oh business. <laughs> so, you know, he was just talking about some he was talking about some shit like nigga ninety three, nigga, I was a freshman in high school. I said, Yeah, nigga, you was that nigga, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was the nigga. And so yeah, we just talking about we hate being adults, man. Between like all like the stuff, like the pressures are on your life, man. So I know yeah, I mentioned like I would love to go back to being twenty one, man. You know what I'm saying? I was viral, had a healthy ass hairline, was all up in college, <laughs> had all you know, <laughs> had all the you know the all the you know the possibilities to do whatever I wanted to do, man. What about yourself, man? And this is not saying we don't love our families or anything. We just giving a little, just giving a little back talk. Oh yeah, man. I I think it would be close to around that same age. I think I would want to go back to that, that eighteen to eighteen to twenty year phase, cause like right when we got out of high school, like I was I, both both our freshers, uh, secondary education wasn't traditional. Mm-hmm. So like I was working and going to school at the same time, and. Uh, shout out! Shout out to my uncle Big C. He he had got me a nice little gig, and man, I was making some cool, some real, real, real good bread for for eighteen or nineteen year old, and I was just like just like living it, like squandering it, all kinds of stuff, man. I mean, Mike J. I tell you, I I had rims on every damn car, damn sound like systems, and you know for the for the music and all that type of stuff, and. You know, I was buying back then. You know, I was buying damn Jabot jeans, one hundred and ten dollars, like one hundred and fifty dollars a piece, and the Jabot t-shirts was like sixty-five. And so it was like one of those times where I was like living good. I think I would go back and try to be a little bit smarter with the money, but that was still a fun time for me, just kind of like growing up. And I, I had not. Uh, been worn down by the bowels of life. <laughs> oh yeah, man, life, life. Hey, man, it'll beat you down, brother. I'd say twenty one because I could go and do. I mean, I was already kind of doing what I wanted to do, <laughs> but then only legally, you know, what I'm saying this is before I really had the facial hair and everything. I had like this had had the little stash, but you know, I get to get in and this, you know, this like I said, man, life is hard, especially as you know, you get weathered. You know what I'm saying? You look, and I'm like, damn, boy, I'm yeah. out here with the Robert Parrish furrow, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, <laughs> life, then, is, 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 life has kicked my ass, man. But you yes, know, it's a, man. It's I mean, a blessing to be here, but still. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's always a, a blessing to, to be able to smell the roses instead of pushing them up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I think especially in a year like this, like, you know, there's so much that is going on around us. Um and I'm saying take the take the things out of each and every one of our personal lives out of it. You know, all of us have bills. All of us have, you know, work issues, whether, we're, whether we work for a large organization, small organization, entrepreneur, you know, whatever. Everybody has different things. So take all those things out of it that you're on a daily basis going through. And then compound that with all the stuff going on around us, man. It's like, it's taxing. Like it, it, it wears you down physically. It wears you yeah. down mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It's almost. I mean, it's it's like certain times, like like you said, it weathers you to a point where it's like, damn, like every aspect of my life, like I'm I'm fighting a battle, or you know, I'm trying to navigate this difficult situation. 
Yeah. And, you know, all, every, every single last one of us go through it. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. I don't care, you know, whatever it is, whatever you think your status is for your education, whatever. Everybody has their level of it, um, which goes back to my point that we all are going through stuff, man. So I just, you know, from, from, from Bowtie Fresh to all y'all out there, you know, keep, keep your head high, you know, protect your mental health protect your physical health, you know, and just, and just do the best you can. Don't compare yourself to anybody. Don't try to run anyone else's race. So navigate things the best you can. Hey, man, that's some, some cold words, man. So like I said, that mental health is important because I yes, have been so. ran down. We was just talking today like, what you got to do, man? I got to finish some work and do some other stuff. Yeah. And it's, and it's you know, it's, uh, you know, later in the day. So we ain't going to give up time and take this mug as you know, but it's later in the day getting closer to a certain time but uh mm-hmm. yeah hey man so uh since we haven't we didn't get the pod at all and i don't think we potted it all september did we i think we had one in the early one. September. so just to go back to mike jay's original point that's that has been the dynamics of things that mike jay and i have been just trying to navigate over the course of the last month september was rough let both yeah. our friends tell you september was rough for your boys Bowtie Fresh and Mike J. Like we was we was moving around, but you know, there's a lot of things. So we apologize to y'all for not getting the pod out, but we want y'all to know that that that, that we healthy. You know, we're making moves. And I think that that's one of the things that made us, you know, helped us get through some of the things that we both were going through individually in September is that we had each other's back, you know. So again, we apologize to y'all, but we back on the scene. Yeah, man, but I had to, like, I'm just going to keep it real with y'all, man. I had to fire Bowtie for a minute, man. And he was, he was out there, man. He was talking about he was beige and everything. This nigga was out here, <laughs> this nigga was out here dressing like Stoney Jackson and shit. I'm like, I pulled him to the side, man, because I've been knowing him for a long time. Even though he's older than me. I was like, yo, man, what's wrong with you, man? You acting, you acting like a bozo, man. He out here dressed up like Stoney Jackson. <laughs> he said a bozo. <laughs> so once, you know, once I, you know, once I disciplined him and everything, sat him down, like, I'm like the big homie. Disciplined him. <laughs> I'm like the big homie, but he like the older brother because he's so much older than me so i was like oh man you just acting like a bozo a whole 30 days older than you nah, <laughs> man, you're an old nigga man so you know what i'm saying once the big homie went on to talk to him and everything oh, man, you know, we we was able to we was able to you know we was able to patch it up man but all the <laughs> jokes aside man so during the time that we was out man rbg died man and that's yeah. sad man I, th- I was hoping that she would hold on the guys unchanging hand for a few more days, man, but she lived the race. But I come on somebody on the day, I seen on Twitter saying that RBG argued her first chasing guy for Trump having yeah. the Nigga, <laughs> I cackled. Yeah, yeah. I howled, boy. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> I said, hell no, nigga. Hey, RBG said got the last lap. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and then, you know, saying between that, you know, my favorite ex-pacer, Paul George, they got put out the playoffs. Hey, man, how come I read? They said Paul George ain't nothing but a Jimmer for debt, a jungle, a, jun- a jungle fever loving Jimmer for debt. Nigga, I cackled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> hey, man, they be killing playoff P, man. You know, oh, Kawhi man. don't get none of it. That nigga's out nigga here hooping. P. He out here hooping in New Balances. That's enough to get slander. <laughs> but you know, yeah. man. Hey, Kawhi slides all over it, man. But uh, yeah, man. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody going at Kawhi though. Kawhi's hey. too quiet, man. He has that look like, are oh, you gonna say something? I'm a I'm fun guy. The public, but I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm gonna come see you and talk yeah. to you. Hey, man. Have just... a sit down. 
Oh, man. And lastly, man, during the time, man, so I was like, you know, tweeting about my love for franchise mode. And I was talking to Bowtie about this before the tweet even went out there. <laughs> you know, I was just like, yo, I was like, yo, I was talking. I was like, yo, it's franchise mode. Like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, real quick for y'all, for y'all that don't know, for y'all that don't know Mike J, like we, we, we share a lot. I'm sharing a little bit of something with y'all. This nigga Mike J is a savage when it comes to franchise mode. <laughs> This nigga, you can call this nigga. This nigga will send you the voicemail and text you three hours later talking about, hey, man, I was in franchise mode. Couldn't franchise talk. mode. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I'm dialed nigga. in. I'm dialed in, nigga. Hey, y'all. He's, hey, when it comes to franchise mode, this cat don't play. Nah, so if, you need, now, if, you, now, if you need, now, if you need me, if you need me more, then, you know, you call me, call me back again. I'll take care of it. But, yeah, man, I was locked in franchise mode, man. And Michael Smith, man, he used to be on ESPN. Now he's on, has a show on Peacock, brother from another. Really, really dope show. So, you know, I just tweeted him, like, he was talking about franchise mode, and I said, man, I'm back on the narcotic, that damn franchise mode, man, and they shouted me out on the show. So, for those who don't know, I go by James J. Dillon on Twitter, and for those who don't know, James J. Dillon was the manager of the greatest wrestling group of all time, before Horseman, right. you know, paying right. homage to greatness, you know, Flair and Double A and the other you know, members who would, who would roll through there. Tully. So, you know, oh, you Tully. Steve? Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't claim Steve Mongo McMichael. He was horrible. No, he, he, yeah, he's, he's trash. That dude would trip walking into the ring, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, man. So that was just, and that was a shout out, man. So you know, then, yeah, I wouldn't say. I don't think it was like viral, but you know, dope. Like, yo, I got something that, on a TV yeah. show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. But uh, conversely, yeah, man. man I, uh, I mean, I, I know. I know when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit, this nigga's about to be in his damn bag. Oh, he man. To, he about to have the Beijing on and get the, get the premium hairline. Hey, I don't know the thing <laughs> is, man. The hairline, the, hey, when I, once the hairline of my pride, once the, my the, my hairline won my Civil War against the pride, dog, the Beijing be like, you know, they get that little that little jiff, like, no, nah, nigga, ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> Only thing the Beijing now can make me have some dark, dark eyebrows. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing. That shit can, it ain't shit, nothing the Beijing can do. I seen what LeBron happened to him. <laughs> Man, I do. I do got a question for you, and 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 I thought about it as we were talking about just the very the, the early sports stuff. Going back to Paul George, there is a lot of there's a lot of slander to go with Paul George, especially from 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 the state that we live in, Indiana, and you know Pacer fans that sort of thing. I got two questions for you, brother. You are a diehard Pacer fan. Go ahead. One, why is there still so much hate that is spewed at Paul George? I, let me let me answer the okay, first one. Let me answer yeah. first. All right. The thing is, I laugh at Paul George because he's like one of the people that's not self-conscious. Like that's the thing that's funny. It's like, dude, you call yourself playoff P, and you missed all them game winners, and you been sent home, and all this other type of stuff. Yeah. It's the fun. It's not the fact. I don't hate Paul George. Paul George was a, to me. It, I mean, in my opinion, Paul George had the best years of his career with the Pacers. He would have made more money. He decided to go home, and the thing is, Paul George isn't from L.A. Some pound that's like eighty miles away, but mm -hmm. that's neither here nor there. It's the fact that he's not self-conscious. For me, it's, it's funny. It's like he's like the guy who thinks he's a superstar, but he's not, and there's nothing wrong with that. Not everybody's gonna be superstar. It's only maybe ten superstars in the NBA, right? Yeah. And, and you're still a great player, but you're not in that realm. But you talk it, but you don't back it up. That's the thing. That's number one. So go to number ten. That's speaking for me. Now, if you look yeah, at black that. people who live here. Oh, it's yeah. totally different than our it is. our Caucasian brethren because they take it personal. It's just like, you don't want to be here. It's cool. Like, if I was 20-some-odd years old and single, probably wouldn't want to be here either. I love Naptown, but I, I don't want to see snow if I got money like that. Only on the road. I feel you. I but feel go, you. What's your second question, brother? 
my sec my second question is be being a diehard Pacer fan and all the all the stuff we just talked about. Pacers, Pacers in a position, really good contention, you know, cha- championship, you know, caliber team. Would you accept or take Paul George back as that one piece that would push all over the top? I don't think he'd be fully. I don't think he would want to be fully in here. And if you ain't, that's just like being. In, it's like being in a relationship. It's like you and your lady, y'all into it, y'all love each other, but you, yo, you, you ain't into it fully. She ain't into it fully. I don't think yeah. either part I'm of for I, you though. As for a, me, as, yeah. As, as, as a fan, I mean, you, you know, I mean, I don't. Piece, yeah, yeah if we, I mean, take all like the, you know, my brain is very analytical. Take all the. Yeah. If that was like the last piece they can add, like him, then yeah. I ain't saying you got to do the LeBron and write a letter or nothing like that's business yeah, yeah. At, at the end of the day. He would provide like that last piece, but yeah. I I also think it's kind of like, yo, I don't want to be here. And that's fine. Like, it's no like I don't take it as like personal because it's like it's like looking for a job. These the only the only difference is you know <laughs> these dudes' salaries and we know more about them because they ain't the public eye. But it's still like right. if you had a job that was gonna pay you like a certain amount more money or more happiness, you would go for it, right? It's the yeah. same thing for them guys. It's just you know, Paul George, and he just is one of the cats that need, like, some, I don't know, man. But, hey, man, how come they said Doc Rivers treated, you could tell Doc Rivers is a trash daddy by the way he treated Paul George better than anybody else on the team, and he cheated, he cheated on his daughter. Nigga, they was killing Doc. <laughs> but we'll Damn. talk about Doc later, man. But on a yeah. serious note, man, you know, during the time we were off, you know, Brianna Taylor. Her killers were, uh, you know, charged with, with the one guy was charged with, uh, was it Wanton? Wanton? Wanton. Yeah, and I'm not even being funny. It's like, Wanton endangerment. Yeah, so basically the bullets that didn't hit her is what he was charged with. And the, then bu- were, the bullets that didn't hit her and went into her neighbor's apartment. Yeah, that's what he charged. He got charged with. for that. But conversely, not, not, they not for taking not for taking this queen's life. Yeah. Bullets that or not having, or not even having like the right information. Exactly. But, you know, but they are releasing a grand jury audio. I think they did that today. So I haven't. I heard. I, I heard your boy was trying to fight it. Oh, 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 Graham Cracker. He was. Trying oh to fight man, it. did you see that picture? And they like they they put him in the supercuts. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, damn, it, it like he fit in perfectly there, dog. It's like no, his fad ain't got no blend. You can just man. tell he out here. He out here kicking it worse than them brothers on that uh, interracial society on Instagram. Oh man, he's out here. Jesus. You going next? <laughs> hey, and I feel like it. You do, you day, you day who you day. I don't care. I ain't getting nothing out of it. But a certain brother, when he get, when he some brothers give the white woman, but they will forget that they are black. And I'm not saying all them brothers, but I know I met some brothers. They would just, they get a white woman, and be like, oh shoot, I, this is, you know, like, like you ain't OJ, brother, because they will, a society will quickly remind you that you are black. Quickly. quickly. <laughs> hey man, some man, even just, needless to say, we say we say all that is that. Mike J and I, we still want justice for, oh, yeah. for the Queen Brianna Taylor. We want what's right for her. Settle settlement with her family. That's that's fine. You know, they've done all that, whatever. No, we we also want true justice. We want those responsible for her killing, for her murder, to be brought to justice. We 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 still are fighting for that. Mike J and I both still in the fight for that. And we will continue to be in the fight for that. Yeah, no doubt, and I always you can always donate money too if you can't make it. To yes, so I've, I've donated yeah. money to their bail funds and stuff like that. So don't you know, donate money. We all have our lane, brother. Whether whether yeah. somebody whether you're out in the protest, whether you you know posting and, and and bringing awareness online, whether you donate money quietly behind the scenes, whether you're sending supplies, you know, water and that sort of stuff. 
We all have our lane. The fact is that we got to stay strong in this message. We got to stay strong together. Whatever our lane is, we got to be supportive and strong in this in, in this initiative. And we want justice. We want justice for Elijah McClain. We want justice for for George Floyd. Continue justice. Yeah. We want justice for for many people. That's just the name yeah. of a couple, or name name a few. No, we just want our we want our humanity. Gotta stop. For black and for black and brown people, we want our humanity. That's yeah. it. It's not like asking, you know, it, this ain't no reparations thing. We could talk about later with Cal. This is this basic humanity, mm -hmm. yeah. and the fact that we still having to ask this, and we, I, it's that it's sickening. But you know, well, let me ask you this, man. So you know, you and I were having a conversation uh, yesterday, a couple of days ago, talking about COVID. He's like, man, you know, I need to get out. He's like, you've been out here, you know, moving and shaking, and of course, moving and shaking with a mask and you know, being careful, man. So mm -hmm. how you dealing with this, man? We in what? We're going seven months. Seven months, eight months. Uh, I, I will say that I'm I'm managing pretty well. Um, like I shared with Mike J, like I said, we talked a couple of days ago, where I feel like um, I have that I have that 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 want to go out and do something. You know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of and proponent of live entertainment. So like I, I will go and you know you trying to go you trying stage. to go see you trying to go see Magic Mike man <laughs> oh to... shit no no nothing like that if that's a, if, for those for those that you go right no, ahead no no I'm just saying you be straight and still saying like damn you know that nigga be dancing his ass off. So. hey whatever they do is they business I'd I'd look I, I'd rather see I'd rather see some other things clapping and dropping you know but hey to each his own whatever y'all do but. You know, like I said, I like you know, I go to comedy club, comedy clubs. I want to see you know, like a stage player, a musical, or some live jazz, or some spoken words. So, like, I want to be able to, I want to get out and do those things. I have that want, um, but at the same time, I, I, there are not a lot of people that are um, handling things with care and caution, as you would think, is as you would hope. Um, so for me, it's kind of like, man, you know, I want to do these things, but I see what's going on around me. Um, and it's like, uh, it's, it's, it's not really worth it, you know, so I, I have to be patient. And um, I will say that this year has been a blessing in many ways. I've done a lot uh, to my to my home um, and revamping my home and making it um, I, I, I would say kind of like an entertainment center, you know, enhancing my home in many ways. And um, like that, so that has been a blessing in the, you know, in disguise. You know, just just trying to do some of those things. I will say that I'm managing, though. Um, I am managing. I will, I will say I need a damn break from my kids. Um, oh. Working from home, them being in school from home all day long, every day. Like we've been together every single day since the last week in February, and it's like, man, I need a break from them dudes, and they need a break from me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, I'll say that I'm managing, man. But but I do, I do want to do certain, you know, I do want to get out and do things. And, you know, I, I, it, it is still the pandemic um, is not over just because we're over it. And that was something I saw the other day. And I was like, this, this is, that's the truth. Um, and, and, and it's proven to be the truth <laughs> with, with your president. Oh, you, man. You want man. to be out here, people, a lot of people are out here reckless. You know what I mean? A lot yeah. of people are doing, you know, they having house parties and, you know, congregating with family and friends and all that. And it's, and it's to, you know, to each his own, do your thing, but do it like in the safest possible fashion. But, you know, you've got people out here that are, that are not. So for me, like I take that into consideration. 
Yeah, like I've been, I've been, I've been out. I've had family events, stuff like that. But you know, we've been masked up and even a super, super amount of people. Because yeah. I know I was like, I, I wanna, yeah, it's not like I'm out here just being reckless, but I have like left that, like done, done stuff, like been to dinner and those type of things, but done the dinner, eating outside or other mm-hmm. places, hardly no one in there. So it's all about being responsible. Like when we could talk about the uh, <laughs> dumbass getting COVID, yo, they was talking about his people during the debate, didn't even want to have them like have masks on and those type of things. Yeah, and they, they were waving people off. When yeah. They got so, off, it was like, no, nah, get out of here. Yeah. So in that in that sense, what my thing is this, man. So once Trump has COVID, what are the next steps? Do you think it's a he's lying? Some people are saying they think he's lying about having COVID. What do you think? Yeah, it's a lot of that going on. I, it's, it's a lot of that going around. And like I said, I can't I cannot lie and say that I that there's a part of me that was that skeptical, like so here, okay, so I'm gonna give you this scenario, kind of where my brain went initially. Now, again, I don't know if the man has it or not, but there's a part of me, this, this isn't a conspiracy thing and I'm not fully on this, but this is a part of me. I said, I feel like those, those in the know, those are, you know, that are running things, you know, his campaign or, you know, political people or whatever the case may be, they saw how much of a train wreck that debate was the debate that they, they him and, and Joe Biden just had, and it was, it was really, really, really bad on his <laughs> side from from Trump, but it wasn't necessarily the greatest from Biden neither. So for me, I kind of felt like I think that those in the know, those that are kind of you know running things or whatnot, this isn't this is an opportunity to say you know what, this man got COVID, people expect him to catch it because he's been reckless. So let's just say he has it. That way we don't have to do anything with any more debates, they're not going to be in the same building, none of that type of stuff. And we can just kind of circumvent issuing some new stuff, whatever the case may be. But we're not going to put him in that situation. We're, we're going to let them both be in a more controlled environment. But according to him, he won. He won the debate. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's. I mean, that is just where a piece of me went. He's going to say all kinds of crap. Oh, yeah. We know he's going to say it. But he also has handlers in, in, in many ways. And it's like, bro, we're going to try to reel you in. And I, for me, I felt like it was that was something for both sides. I think this was something that was done for both sides. However, like I said, that's just a part of me. I don't fully believe that, but I can't say that it did not run through my brain. I guess for me, I mean, he's such a liar. I mean, what they say, a charlatan. <laughs> Man, I'm, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if my man's come up in there like in 13, 14 days. Like I took this, we have to, I took the vaccine. I'm fine. We're ready to roll. We're going to mad produce it. And he has some type of financial backroom yeah. dealing to get some bread later. Cause you know, Ab, you I know, can see that too. I mean, we could talk about him only paying $750 in taxes and all the money he owes and everything else like that, man. So I just think that when he's just, he's just a scam, he's a con artist. So yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's you see, go ahead no i was gonna say did you see where um they said that he found out or his or his people found out that he was positive like for like 45 minutes before a rally like they, they were on their way to a rally they found out that he was positive but they still continued that rally like he still showed up of course nobody had masks all that type of stuff it was like how for me i was like how ballsy and and, and reckless is that you know that you have it. They just told you. Mm. And you still going to be like, yeah, go ahead, Lane. Let me talk to these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I like, feel fine. I feel fine. Yeah, I know more I'm than good. they do. I'm, yeah. I'm asymptomatic. I'm asymptomatic. Yeah. Give me a fish fillet. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't taste it. Ugh. Put some, give me another well-done steak. <laughs> I don't know. 
like I said, man, we deal with a psychopath, sociopath like him. He will be willing to do and he doesn't even probably want to be president. He probably hates it. Because he has people telling him he has to be up at a certain amount of time. Who's gonna keep him off the golf course during his during his quarantine? You gotta have oh, the secret, yeah. you gotta have the secret service out there. Like we'll yeah. put a bull in your ass. Hold him yeah. 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 Just like how miserable he probably is to the yeah. White House staff. That's what I feel bad for. I don't feel bad for Melania. Because did you hear that recording from Melania? Melania said, fuck Christmas. She's talking about those, basically, she yeah. basically fuck those kids and everything else. Man, Melania's a horrible. <laughs> and, and people are like, oh, I feel bad for Melania. I don't. She's a birther, too. Because when they was talking about, about Obama, yeah. her old stale, like, reptilian face looking like a, a female version of Co- uh, Serpentor was out there saying the same damn thing. So fuck her, too. But yeah, man. Yeah. Me, I got no you, sympathy for Melania. I got let me, ask you, let me ask you this on the debate, man. Did you see Trump having his weave showing, man? You know, that, he was a messy little bitch that day. <laughs> that was, I ghetto, ill. <laughs> you oh, know, man. hey, you think Trump got edges? <laughs> no. That's over. His edges have been pushed to the edge. Yeah, <laughs> it's, man. A, it's a done damn deal. Yeah, he's a hey man, so but I, I'm I'm gonna ask you this question, and and this this is grown man this shit right here. Go ahead. We always tell y'all that we you know we are unbiased. What was your response? What was your take? How do you feel, um, in president or Vice President Biden done in the debate? What was your what was your response? Did, did it's he, com- did he com- appeal to you? Did he rally you? Okay, I'm just gonna be honest. I already knew who I was voting for a long time ago, but oh, let me, yeah. well let me let me get to this. <laughs> It's like fighting somebody. Okay, you and I would play video. We would play like Mortal Kombat, and you would try to do all the combos. And I'm like, I'm not gonna fight you that way. I'm gonna fight you by flipping around, sweeping you. You know, basically making you mad enough to win, for me mm-hmm. to win. That's the same way. If you try to fight Trump on even ground, you ain't gonna. You're not gonna win. You gotta take it there with him, cause now he's gonna try to punch you. Cause who's gonna say something to him? He's the most powerful man in the world. And he's like, and he's crazy. So you got to take it up to that point. If you have the quorum with him, he ain't gonna do no over talk you. He gonna talk crazy to you. He tell my man, no, it's number two. Yeah. Had my man, had my man Biden tell him to tell him to shut up. With Crump, you have to show him that you're not a punk. Because even like when Hillary, the last time he was walking behind her, trying to make her feel uncomfortable. With that man, this is kind of like, all right, I got. I, you see, with with Trump, you have to have a fine balance of taking it to the street. But Bill still be able to box him, and you, but if you try to just box him, he's just gonna take it to the street, get muddier and muddier. My man's talking about his his son having having drug issues. I mean, Trump, you got to think Trump will yeah. say and do whatever. I was about to say I think Trump was trying. He was trying to rattle and get Biden to kind of respond in a negative way. I'm, I'm gonna talk about your wife. I'm gonna talk about your son. I'm gonna talk yeah. about. Your I'm gonna talk about this. I'm gonna try to keep. Like for me, it was one of those things where he was like that. That that playground bully that didn't know how to be a bully. Yeah. It was just like, I'm going to try to do anything to get some attention. And I'm going to try to just poke at you and poke at you because I want attention. Like that's the way he came across. To yeah. Me. yeah I, mean, I just, I'll say, I just saw it. Now this, this was, uh, it may not be breaking news to y'all, but I just saw that apparently uh, uh, Joe Biden's test and his wife's test came back negative for the Rona. Yeah. Kamala Harris, her and her husband came back negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Seems like the folks who didn't want to wear masks <laughs> without her, without her rolling. Let me ask you yeah. one more question, man, before we move on. What does Mike Pence think about all this? I bet you Mike Pence is out here living. 
Oh, yeah. Pence is out here ready to make it happen. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Pence was like, go ahead and take him out to paint mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can step up. Pence might be the one who's giving, you know, giving the documents, not shredding the yeah. documents, <laughs> giving, giving the documents. them up. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, what do you what do you think? That now, now we would we would we'd be remiss if we didn't speak on this. Uh, how do you feel about uh, standing back and standing by, brother? Man, look, he talked about Robert E. Lee like three weeks ago, talking about he was a good guy and a good general. Anything to get that white power, uh, his his base. Because he don't even think the Romans that big of a deal because he said it was only in dim cities. <laughs> so if the, if the Proud Boys, the guys in Charlotte, you know, both people, bad people on both sides, whatever, that dude is a white supremacist. Yeah. And I'm saying this, this is Mike J. He is a white supremacist. Yeah. So I think he couldn't even, he couldn't even say, I can, I can demo. He was like, well, 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 what do you want me to say? Name a group. Name a group. Yeah. What do you want me to say? <laughs> he was getting defensive about it. Yeah. That's how he wrote. That told you everything you needed to know right there, in my opinion. You ain't got to have a tiki sh- torch and some khaki yeah. shorts to be a white supremacist, but you can have somebody like Stephen Miller who's out here crafting policy against immigration and those type of things. Yeah. Man, I should, I should shout out to one of my homeboys. This is slightly changing the topic, but uh, I shout, shout out to one of my homies that I work with. I told him that I was going to get on Twitter and, and, and bait Trump into giving a second stimulus package. So they can't <laughs> give since they since, since nobody can get their heads out of the ass to, to, to help, you know, struggling Americans, you know, get, get everybody through stuff. I said, I'm going to get on Twitter and be like, hey, man, I thought you said that you as the president have powers that only the president can use. <laughs> it seems like they punking you, brother. <laughs> I think you need to use your powers and get a second stimulus because right now it seems like they got you by the balls. I was, I was, I was going to yeah. try to bait him. I was going to try to bait him. Hey, man, he, he would give the best he stimulus. Would take the bait. Oh, yeah, he's stupid enough to take it. <laughs> But who's, took, who's had to take his phone during quarantine? Because, you know, he's probably getting some sick shit off. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? He probably, on, he probably on them burners. If he's in quarantine by himself, trouble messing around and have a damn video of him uh, roughing himself up. It get leaked <laughs> and be like, shit, I didn't mean to send that. Yeah. <laughs> Just think the stuff they got to like, to like come on, Mr. President, you can't have that. You can't like that. You can't like that. <laughs> right. That's a sick-ass dude, man. So let's get to the Twizzler, brother. Hey, hey, man! I'm gonna give it out to Ted Cruz, man. Oh man, fuck Ted Cruz. Well, Ted Cruz, <laughs> you, man. You could give Ted Cruz the twister too. I can't stand that motherfucker. Hey, man. So Ted Cruz has like been a sucker his whole life. You know, he's talking about he wants to wrestle somebody. You know, he's just he's a horrible person. But you see that thing with him and Chris Como? Yeah. Hey, man. So can you imagine defending somebody <laughs> that said your daddy shot JFK and your wife was ugly? <laughs> <laughs> Trump be getting that shit off. It's like, damn. Yeah. Hey, man, that's a sick. That's a sick two piece to hit somebody with, man. And you still, <laughs> you still defending them, man. Hey, if a man gets get to get that issue off, talk about your daddy and your wife, man. What you gotta, what you gotta say to Trump? You gotta send him like a little, pre, uh, uh, you know, a little letter with a senator seal that you know, what I'm saying you fuck Trump up. What you gotta say to him? Oh yeah, oh I'm, I'm definitely gonna. He's gonna get some type of correspondence. <laughs> You're not gonna talk about my daddy and my wife, and just nothing's gonna happen. No. Nah. Oh, nigga, we you gonna have we gonna in the words of Kevin Gates, we're gonna have to have a sit down. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. And the way he's kind of yeah. ugly, that shit was so damn funny. He's like Heidi. <laughs> like, damn, called her by her first name. But yeah, man. So Ted was being so Ted was being a sucker, man. Not being a stand-up guy, no morals, man. So you know, I'm gonna give Ted to go ahead and the damn twizzle boy. <laughs> hey man, Ted, 
Ted Ted can get that. He can get that that on Twizzler. That bad. <clears throat> excuse me. That bad boy that that has been stale for like <laughs> you know the last seven years. But <laughs> he, he's still trying to squeeze out just a few more chews on it. He can get that damn Twizzler. Hey, he's a horrible person, man. Hey, man. Speaking of randomness with with people in politics, man. <laughs> Tell me, what, what do you think about the Corona Destroyer, a.k.a. <laughs> Chicago's? Oh, Lori Lightfoot? Hey, she been getting some sick shit off, too, man. <laughs> See, I don't know R. Kelly Pie, Piper Man. <laughs> hey, <laughs> man. Came out, man. She was living Chicago to the fullest, bro. Hey, you know, did you see when she had them damn the Michael Jordan jeans on before with the yeah. with the button-up shirt? It wasn't even a blouse. Yeah. That shit looked it like was... <laughs> Yeah, she gets some sick shit off. Lori be getting some sick shit off in Chicago, oh, though. Shit, she, she built like King Louis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. He gets some oh, sick man. shit off, oh, boy. Up with the damn cape and the Pied Piper mask. I said, what in the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Is this that's, a a, that's a hell of a damn press conference. Mm. Boy. <laughs> hell of a damn press conference. Oh, man. Hey, I don't know got... why that popped in my head talking about these politicians. Hey, <laughs> man. Lori be getting some sick shit off. Boy. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. She, she's, she's a wild, man. Hey, man. But one thing thing for the mail. I put it out. I, I took it out of the video, man. And it's like why white people don't want mixed income housing in the suburbs. Y'all watch the video. The white woman was like, I don't know. I feel uncomfortable saying that people are in our class and they may have single mothers who may bring our property value down. And it's just, I don't know. And this is the video. <laughs> hey, man. So that's that. I'm going to like, have to watch that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to I, I tweeted it out. That's extra mayo personified, bro. <laughs> but hey, man, wow. let's get this. Let's get the sports. <laughs> we had, you know, we met, we missed a lot of the playoffs because you know we were trying to get ourselves together, man. The Heat lost the Heat lost the first game. They were down by like thirty-two, I think, at one point. Are they done? Yeah. With the injuries to Bam and and uh, Drogic and Jimmy. Are they done? Oh, I th- they said Jimmy Jimmy was just like a mild role, so he's supposed to play. Bam definitely – I haven't seen any updates on Dragic, but Bam is definitely out this game, and, you know, they're skeptical about Sunday. But I think that they still may have a chance to squeak out a game or two with Bam and Dragic missing this game. But if Bam don't play game three, I'll break out the brooms. If Bam don't play game three, break out the brooms. It's done. It's over. Hey man, this is this over. I don't, now. I'm not. I'm not gonna say they. I see. I don't think that they done right now. But man, if 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 they're gonna put LeBron on black tie and shut that motherfucker down, <laughs> black, <laughs> black tie already won the civil war against White Dante. Oh, <laughs> but, but yeah, black tie is out of here. Hey man, also the game oh. in the game. Hey, how would you feel if you was Kyle Kuzma and black and you know and black tie both dated the same woman? You know, before. Oh shoot! Yeah, man. So Tyler Hero's girl now I, used to date Kyle Kuzma. Used to date Kyle Kuzma. Like Damn, <laughs> not dating, not not guarding your Eskimo brother on the court. I'm talking about not Kyle yeah, Kuzma. Yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. you know, give me the ball on the post. <laughs> that nigga might actually play some defense. <laughs> yeah, that could be that could be a situation. Wait, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like I said, I know I know Bam is out this game. I haven't seen no updates on Dragic, but I, I don't want to count him out just yet. I think Jimmy got enough will in him to try to will him to a couple wins. But but if Bam don't play Sunday, oh, it's all right. 
Just because you're just because you the LeBron James. Just because you're the LeBron James or Patrick Beverly niggas, y'all still gonna lose in five games. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that is Jimmy, though. Like that that musty look. <laughs> You know, look like we we hooping boots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I w- I was gonna say the old what tank tops. I can't say oh, what the old oh, tank top used to be called. Oh but. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't say that. That's a sick way to describe a tank top too. <laughs> we got some sick shit off in the '90s, bro. <laughs> hey man, '90s was an ill time. '90s was an ill time, man. All you need to do is go back to that WWE Attitude era. <laughs> See how yeah. ill the nineties was. Yeah. <laughs> you, had, you had Sable doing things on USA Network that should not have been done. <laughs> no, right? Man. Man, man, I missed I missed the nineties. I missed the nineties. Man, you know, we were taking you behind, but you know, inside look at baseball, man. I was talking both times. I missed early early nineties porn, man, when all the chicks looked like Jack Hay and had their hair like Marla Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a thick bush, if you know what I mean. Hey, uh, oh, some, some great boy, times, man. They had that shag, that shag carpeting down by. Yeah, boy. <laughs> hey, well, you have somebody like Carmel, and next thing you know, you you see them now. They put the corset on because they can't hold, they can't, can't keep their bodies together. <laughs> so what a time! <laughs> oh, what a time! Oh, <laughs> shout shoot. out the shout out the Reddit too, because they got like the retro <laughs> black channel. You can watch different little 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 segments. <laughs> oh shit! This nigga out here looking at Candace Vaughn in 2020. <laughs> shit, look at hell yeah! I'm follow on Twitter. <laughs> Not like a little older than that. Shout out the kitten. <laughs> oh oh. <laughs> Not, not not kidding in Ayana. Shout out to the Ripper. Ayana's <laughs> <laughs> right, still out here uh, doing escort stuff, man. <laughs> man. Oh, oh, they are now content creators. Retired from the game officially, but still creating content. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I'm like, man, ain't it the same thing? Whether yeah. You- you just in business for yourself through OnlyFans. Man. Yeah. I mean, like, other than that, it's still the same thing. No, but she was like. I'm knocking nobody's hustle. And no, a few years ago, she still was like escorting, though. <laughs> man. <laughs> Kitten? Huh? No, no. Ayana. Oh, man. I don't know what Kitten doing. Man. I ain't seen her since she had the jugs out with the corset. <laughs> it was like, damn, Kitten, you let yourself go. <laughs> I loved you, and I loved you in 1997. Look at yourself. <laughs> Look at yourself. Get yourself together. Get yourself off my damn screen. <laughs> Shout out to West Coast Production too. Anyway. Oh shoot. Hey man. Oh, so man. what you think? What you think about Doc oh, Rivers going to? You gonna have a hammer and an ace or the? Oh the damn. Ace. They they gonna be getting back in their bag with this episode. <laughs> hey, man. hey, I remember I seen one episode. A nigga had on some Bugle Boy jeans, nigga. I cackled. You remember that one I showed you? A nigga had the Bugle Boy jeans on? <laughs> Bugle Boy jeans. That nigga had on Bugle Boy jeans with the damn, with the damn, with the damn creases on the leg. I was like, yeah, some stone water. Well, you a sick nigga. That's a sick bad to come to the porn set. <laughs> I'm killing with this. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh man, man. So what you think about? Gotta love the mid to late nineties, brother. Oh man. All I need is some munchies for your base, and I'm good. <laughs> I was listening to that the other day. I was working outside on the patio, and it came on. So I, I said, want doom. <laughs> munchies for your base. <laughs> <laughs> was that Nemesis? Yeah. Hiding like a crockpot. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, okay, what, man. You, 
You know, so give me give me your thoughts on on the Sixers and Doc Rivers, brother. Doc must hate Doc must hate his family. Why would you go from why would you go from one to one area with his players, the best players don't like each other to another team like that? Doc must hate being at home. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, well, you think you think with Doc going to the six to the Sixers, you think uh it's it's he's going to get one of the two of the big names out of the paint. Either Embiid or Simmons gotta go. I wouldn't be surprised. They don't fit together. And I don't think they really like each other. You got the, you know, you got the, you know, you got the Australian and my man from Cameroon. You got light so Go ahead. So, so we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna tap into your, into your owner franchise owner bag here. Who, who would you let go, and who would you want to build around? I'm betting on Simmons because Embiid has had back and, and knee injuries, and as you get older, you know, I'm, I'm betting, I'm betting on the guy with, with, with a better health, with a um. Better because he had hasn't had those big injuries, man. You know what? What Embiid is like two hundred seventy, two hundred eighty pounds. Yeah, that's just a lot of stress in your joints. Man, I just, I would just bet on, I would bet on that. But I think Embiid's the better player. But I feel like I'm betting on a guy who I think might not get hurt. You think? What do you think about uh, Embiid and his skill set being a being a true big? You know, I know that every once in a while he tries to step out, you know, and, and, and do some, you know, some AD, cat, you know, bam type stuff. Like, to me, MB is a traditional big and, and can get it done. Do you think that his skill set, you know, considering the injuries and all this type of stuff, you think his skill set garners him, you know, that, that, that big payday, that, that big time trade? Like, what would, you, what would you expect to get a return from Simmons, for, for Embiid, I mean? I mean, it depends, but the thing is, he's like he's like a walking bucket. The thing with Embiid is, once you stop that first move, he doesn't have a, a quick counter for the second. Mm-hmm. Typically, great low post players, you stop that one, they got a counter for the second. Mm-hmm. Now you know that's the that's the difference for him. So I mean, if he does if he doesn't develop a quick counter, he'll get you twenty and ten. But that's really it. But he needs shooters in space. Yeah. Because, you know, Philadelphia, they don't have any, like, pure shooters. So, you know, you're getting a guy on the block. I know Simmons ain't going to shoot. I mean, one time they had Horford. I mean, Josh Richardson, he's okay. Uh, yeah. What's my man? Uh, Tobias. 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 I mean, he's, he, to me, he's like an overpaid, <laughs> like overpaid TJ Warren. I mean, he's a max player, but he don't have a max player game. So, I you don't have any. He's a max player game. No, not at all. So you you know he's like TJ Warren. They about to they about neck and neck, and that's not a diss toward TJ Warren. So you don't have enough spacing. So that's my thing. It's easier to build around a guy like Ben, but you still need shooters, and they still don't have any, and they've leveraged their future. Well, any I will try to get shooting back and shooting and draft picks because Ben because Ben's a, a great defender and he's a great passer. You just need somebody who can uh, who can finish. And somebody who can help, who can play on the ball, so he can move off the ball, so he can finish. But he's gonna have to shoot the ball because you don't yeah. shoot the ball, then I don't even think I don't even think you you can't make any shots you don't shoot. Right. So and until and he's lie, like lie, lie, for him to lag off and cheat another yeah on other places yeah yeah. So that's the thing, man. They've had horrible luck. Those, those, all that all that all that time they were like you know the process. They drafted, you know, one guy who won't shoot, another guy who everybody's been injured, and he had Markel Fultz who forgot how to shoot. So, I mean, what have you done? You've had yeah. three top top th- two, three picks. 
Yeah, you know, it's a mix. This this doesn't fit, man. So we'll see how Doc does, man. You know, Doc will be able to get to stay away from his family. I wouldn't want him to be around Austin Rivers. So if Austin's coming around the house, I'll probably, yeah, I, I'll move to Philly. Y'all can, y'all can stay wherever y'all live at. I'll, I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I'll make the sacrifice for the family. <laughs> Austin Rivers, like, he proverbially smells like sneeze. Oh, damn. <laughs> you know, he just has that wet air smell look to him. Yeah, yeah. he just, and he has a look like, I think I'm, I think he's all one of those things, I think I'm better than I am. Yeah, yeah, like, like, dog, you, this is the NBA now. You might have been the man in high school. He was okay in college, but you know, you are who you are. <laughs> you oh, are you a rotation. You saying you saying like he uh, he's Uncle Rico talking about winning state back in high school? Yeah, like <laughs> you know, I was McDonald's All American. All right, nigga, you know, you're 29 now. Nobody <laughs> really care about that. <laughs> but hey, man. But one thing I want to ask you: that, Did you see that thing? The whole thing with Kyrie? He was on KD's podcast. No, I missed so, that. So Kyrie was like, this is the first time I've ever had a player talking about Katie that damn, I can make the same shot that I just he can make the same shot I just did. So people basically it's like think he was taking a shot at LeBron. What do you think about that? Uh I, I didn't see it, but just based off of that statement, I, I wouldn't think of it as taking a shot at LeBron. I mean, I I think that it just speaks like him and KD probably have a different uh, like relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, we we in this, you know what I'm saying? I respect your game, you respect mine, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that it's different, and I'm not. And that's not to say that I don't think LeBron respected his game or vice versa. I just think it's a different time, a different mindset, and and approaching things differently. I think that Kyrie felt like this is my squad, and I'm doing this, and then LeBron came back, and it was like this is LeBron's squad but you still a key component. And I think that at that point in time in their careers, their, you know, their maturation, whatever, I think it was just different. And I think, I, so I don't take it as a shot. As a I, I, I do because I think it was more like, oh, I think Kyrie thinks he's, I think Kyrie thinks he has LeBron's game and he doesn't. Kyrie's a great player. He can yeah. get his own shot and everything, but you know, Kyrie, what did they do when he before LeBron got it? They were horrible. LeBron come back, they win the title. You leave the next year, you go to Boston. You say you want to be the leader, and all the guys hate you. Yeah, you know. So it's just now it's like, and you are, you know, you ain't KD. And then no, I guess LeBron please. came and came back and was just like, you know, they're asking about Anthony Davis. He said the best thing is we got two guys that aren't jealous of one another. I think that was a little minor shot back at, at, at Kyrie. So Kyrie came back on talking about, I didn't say anything about LeBron. If I had a problem, I'd say his name. No, you being passive aggressive. And you think the earth, yeah. and you, you thought for years that the earth, that the earth was flat. So I can't trust anything. I can't trust anything you just said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lupe. Well, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my Yo, brother. Well, I seen Lupe kicking it with a samurai sword. Like, oh, he was like chopping up some wild shit with a samurai sword. Oh, shit. I was a hammer Oh, that's right, crazy! Hey man, why? <laughs> hey, how come, hey man, how come I read a story? They talking about Lupe was kicking it with a chick before you know he went on there and blessed the box. The nigga prayed over it. I oh. was rolling. Oh, <laughs> Said, okay. damn, Lupe, nah. <laughs> that's nah. Hey, nigga, that's some wild, some wild stuff, man. That's I think different. I seen it. I think I seen it on the Breakfast Club or something. But hey, man, so let me. I let me got. Ask, I said, yeah. I got a. I got a sports question for you. Go ahead. Switching gears and switching sports, man. Uh, I, I know you've seen all the stuff about the Tennessee Titans, you know, and, and all the players getting Rona and some some player associates or affiliates or team affiliates or whatever. What's your take, man? You think that this is the beginning of the end for football? You think we might be able to get a whole uh, season? Man, it's, it's so much money. They'll, they'll, hell, they'll be playing in March if they have to. 
they ain't giving up. They ain't giving them no Super Bowl or anything like that. Them commercials and all that type of stuff. You know, it's just hard, man. The only way you really can play that is being in the bubble. And it's like, like I'm a Notre Dame fan. They had all those guys got the Rona. They missed the game, and then their president was out. You know, was out at the uh, at the Supreme Court thing. You know, they're trying to get that Supreme Court thing, and he came back. And he got the Rona, and he ain't had no mask on. But he was talking about like sending students home for not doing the right thing. So I think it's just man, people. You know, it's just to do that. It takes a, a enormous amount of discipline and unselfishness for you to yeah. do it. And I don't know how those guys got it because all it takes is, you know, one guy. And you can, you know, you could be in the store and still catch it. You know, you yep, can be doing a lot yep. of right things. But, yep. you know, it's just, it's just, it's hard, man. It's just like, for me, I miss going to the gym. My doctor said, hey, you probably shouldn't go to the gym because, you know, there's some underlying health conditions and it ain't as clean as you need to be. Yeah, It's just, just part of it. But you have to be able to sacrifice. But I don't know, man. It's just like, I think. You know, it's going to be – I don't think this season is going to be a traditional 17 weeks. I definitely think it's going to have to be like a few games going to be canceled and postponed. Mm-hmm. Well, postponed, I ain't canceling no games because of TV. But Yeah. I know they said that, uh, that the Titans game this week is supposedly supposed to be postponed until Tuesday is what yeah. I heard. Um, but they said if anyone else if, – if they have an, another influx of players that, that catch it um, – it, they're not sure if it's going to be canceled or rescheduled just for later in the year so they can, you know, go into another season or, or not season, but into another game or whatever. But I think they're saying that it depends on, <clears throat> excuse me, the amount of people um, that end up, you know, potentially end up getting uh, positive tests back. Because they're like, at, at, at a certain point of time, they're not going to have enough to take the field. Yeah. So they said there were nine people, uh, actual, actual players, and then there were, I think they said five people that were non-player, but like team, you know, affiliates or whatever. But they said that there were like seven or eight other potential players that were that had not tested positive but had been exposed. So are you you potentially looking at you know nine? You potentially looking at, eight, at twenty people? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it's the contact players. the contact tracing alone. So yeah, yeah, you know, it's 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 it's, it's a lot, man. Uh, that that goes, that's going on. In this uh in this situation, man, with this Rona, man, so we just gotta be safe, man. You know, like I said, vote. You know what I'm saying? Vote, vote, vote. Wear a mask. Wash your nasty ass hands. Wash your clothes. You know what I'm saying? And then and be safe. You know, yep. there's things you can still get it by doing all those things, but just don't be reckless. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're doing if you're doing and trying to be responsible, you know what I'm saying, and, and you know as best as you can. You know, can't nobody fault you for that, but it's it's the folks that are out here just being absolutely reckless. You know, they ain't take ain't trying to take any precautions or do nothing. It's, they just out here. That's the ones that that you got to worry about. Yeah, man. So let me ask you this, man. It's because you know, I know you're a big movie buff, man. If you could pick one Eddie Murphy movie to watch the rest of your life, which one would it be and why? Uh, it would be Coming to America. Um, that is my absolute favorite movie of all time. Like the Bowtie Fresh is like favorite, favorite movie of all time. Um, I think that it doesn't age. I think that it is just a, a great movie. Like I, I can't, I for my opinion, I can't say anything bad about it. So that would probably be the one Eddie Murphy movie I would watch, you know, I would pick for, for the rest of my life. I will say that that uh, Trading Places is a close second. That's what I was going to say. I figured you was going. I thought you were going to pick Trading Places. Yeah, Trading Place. Trading Places is my joint. <laughs> me, Boomerang. I love Boomerang, and it's for It's like, and that is like that is like my favorite. Is it Boomerang? If I was going to Boomerang or 
Boomerang would be number one, but I also love like Life and Harlem Nights. I mean, because I've seen the other one so many times, and I, you know, I'm always gonna watch it. But Boomerang was my absolute favorite. Like, if I had to take everything, I definitely would would watch Boomerang. I dig it. You, yeah, you you was out there with that. Uh, you were trying to see that Strong J and <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, Sean Jay busted it open. I'd have been like, you know, she's like, when are we going to fuck? I'd have been like, whenever you want to, Sean Jay, let me drop her off. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? And just keep it keep it real. Hey, what, what my man, Nasty Nelson? <laughs> oh, Nasty Nelson with hey, the damn what? draws. <laughs> hey, that nigga, that nigga sniffed them damn panties and put them in his damn breast coat. That's so foul, boy. The other dude said, Marcus, she put her underwear on my face. <laughs> Hey man, when, when when Nasty Nelson sniffed the drawers and, and put them in his lapel pocket and said, "Marvelous," <laughs> I said, yeah, it's "Marvelous." That's yeah. a whole other level right there. Hey man, that's kind of like kind of hammer when he get it, getting his kink bag. You know, that nigga start getting all his SAT words out. Oh like, no! Like, damn, <laughs> and, you know, it's like damn dog. Did you say stupendous and splendid? Man. <laughs> 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 burlesque <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Stuff. I know right <laughs> start making yeah. up words nigga like he huh? it's crazy man but but boomerang, hey man boomerang has some baddies too and they oh yeah 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 yeah. That, that's that's there and then my man Martin telling telling me why your girl why your girl get taken by a damn uh, what do you call them man what's the dudes used to wear the damn berets uh, and the damn, you know, the, the little dudes used to wear the damn berets. I know what you're talking about. I can't. Yeah. That nigga, man, David Allen got mad. Hey, my man said, I, I was tripping when he got mad in the restaurant. I was like, why it got to be asparagus spears? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, it would be asparagus tips. Yeah. <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Knowledge. Hey, yeah, man. man. So, man, what's anything, any new music you've been bumping, anything you've been, you know, what you been vibing to, bro? Then we can go on and get out of here and get your moment. I, I can't, I can't even say that I've really been. To vibe, vibe into some good music. If anything, I've been I got an old school basement party list uh, track or a playlist on my Spotify. I've been listening to that. I can't. Even, I haven't even really been checking that new out, brother. How about yeah. yourself? Uh, I mean, actually, today I was listening to Twenty One Savage, and they get, it's tight because they got the damn Morgan Freeman out here doing narration. So oh. I never, I never would have thought that. And they get Morgan Freeman talking about rats. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, of course, I mean, I, I kind of always dig through my, like, old stuff, man. It's been so, it's so much music out, man. I kind of get lost in lost in the sauce, man. But I always go back to my old stuff. Like, the other day, I was listening to, they had a Parliament uh, Funkadelic mix. So, of course, oh, I was going shoot. through Mo- Mothership Connection and all that, oh, Knee Deep wow. and all that type of stuff. Oh no! Yeah, you can't. You know, you can't never go wrong with that. Starship connection. That nigga say, "If you're here anymore, yeah. it's yeah. just me and the boys getting it." Yeah. Just hitting the bag. That's my yeah. point, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. So what else I have on here? I had that course flash, like one nation under groove. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's just you know, knee deep is like one of my one of my favorite one of my favorite songs, man. But um, but yeah, man. Oh, child. Yeah, just landed. <laughs> right, can you imagine? Can you imagine kicking them apart? You know, during those times, man, how wild them boys was. You got my man had a diaper on. <laughs> got a whole bunch of niggas without shirts. You know, them know. niggas was musty. Was that sir nose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. man, yeah, you know it was a wild daggone time at they parties, boy. Yeah, <laughs> super wild. 
But yeah, man. But uh, hey, bow time, man. I guess you know we about almost done with this episode. So uh, go ahead and give us your moment, man. Ty, we can go ahead and uh, get this up for the people, man. Let me hit y'all with something positive. Let me get y'all the bow tie moment. It's the fourth quarter of this year. Champions are made in the fourth quarter. Destinies are determined in the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter of this year will make your entire year. I want to leave that with y'all as we as we are navigating these these tough times, you know, ending this crazy 2020 year. I just want to leave that with y'all to let you know it ain't over. There's still time for you to excel and achieve. Bowtie giving us that Michael Jordan last dance quote. And I can't, <laughs> but, but then again, I can't really talk about MJ because I had on them damn MJ boot cut sweats the other day. I had to throw them shits in the trash. I walked oh, out the house and I said, damn, this motherfucker's boot cut. <laughs> <laughs> you a different kind of nigga with boot cut sweats. Hey, on. man, because I had they old. I was like, let me just go throw, throw these on. I had them on last Friday, matter of fact. And I went to the store, came back, looked at myself in the mirror. I said, you're better than this, Mike. <laughs> right in the damn trash. <laughs> damn, you Adidas yeah, sweats. Yeah. Yeah, man, but uh, appreciate y'all for still rocking with us. You know, sorry we ain't being as consistent, but life happens, man. Life has been, it's been a motherfucking 2020, but, you know, remember to share, like, you know, review the show, five-star reviews only, because we're doing doing this like, you know, Percy Miller, Independent Balcon, we bout it, bout it. And uh, hopefully, you know, we catch y'all next week so we can come back, try to get more consistent, because I I miss the pod, man. I miss, like, it gives me a creative outlet, so I definitely miss miss everybody, miss our people. We ain't ain't gang fans. To me, y'all family, friends and family, so appreciate y'all the love. Y'all been rocking with us, and we'll catch y'all knock on wood next week. I'll let y'all. Peace.